Hello and a warm welcome to all our listeners. I'm Mr. Chothia and today it's all about reading. Now if I had a pound for every time I heard someone say, I hate reading, it's pointless, I would be a very wealthy man. So is it really pointless? Perhaps my guest can help answer this today. And my guest today is one of our own Year 10 students who has recently become a very avid reader. So a warm welcome to Halima Ibrahim. Halima, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Now, have you always been a big reader? Because I know you've recently got into it. Um, if you've not always been, what inspired you to start? Uh, no, I haven't always been a big reader. Uh, I started reading in early lockdown around 2020. And what inspired me to start was a video I came across on TikTok about a book I became really invested in. Okay, TikTok's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, like I think I probably spent too long on it. Um, but I have, it is actually life-changing. I've learned so addictive. many things. What's the best thing or most useful thing you've learned on TikTok? The nth term. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> so you've not actually learned it. You've just learned. No, as in I saw a video about oh. the nth term. Didn't make sense, but I saw a video about it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Um, I've learned loads of things like, um, uh, like opening jars, like piercing a jar with a knife before yeah. opening it. Small things. And as soon as I tell my wife, she's like, you got that from TikTok, didn't you? Mm -hmm. um, but it's amazing to know or to hear that you started reading. That's, that's really amazing. Um, and now that you are reading more regularly, do you have a favorite genre? Um, yes, I do love a good mystery novel. And uh, I fancy a nice romance book every any, once in a while. Oh, brilliant. Sounds lovely. Any, any recommendations that you have? Yes, this book called Paralysis. You can find it on Apple Reads. It's really interesting. Uh, is, like and it. is that romance or mystery? It's more mystery. Okay. It's a really good book. Um, um, and basically the book is about a girl who, when she goes to sleep at night, she goes into sleep paralysis. And um, I don't know if you know what that means. Do you know what that yeah, means? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, it's quite scary. I've been into it myself wow. quite a couple of times when I was younger. But basically her demon waits for her to go to sleep and then wake up. And he, like, says stuff to her, like, random lines, like, things like just weird phrases that when she wakes up the next morning and the next couple of days, she hears what he's been saying to her. Oh. Like her friends will say it to her or her mom will say it to her. And it's actually quite like, it's actually quite like scary because she becomes like really paranoid, like because she thinks that this demon is always with her mm. and she has to like go to sleep um, and then wake up in the middle of the night and move and talk to the demon and ask why, like, why is, why are you doing this to me? Why are you scaring me? It's, it's actually really good. You should really read it. Yeah, it's, it sounds amazing. Um, uh, an interesting thing you mentioned is that you've experienced sleep paralysis yourself. Yes, I have. Is that one reason why you might particularly enjoy the book? Because you can relate to this yes. character's experiences? Yeah, um, I read it not long ago. And I think that was the first time I realized, oh, wait, are you, this used to happen to me. Mm. And it made a lot more sense. And that's why I was, that really like, like made the book more interesting for me. For people who don't know what sleep paralysis is, would you feel comfortable sharing maybe your own experiences? No. No? No, um, because it is because quite a personal thing, isn't it? It is quite a personal thing. It's just, 
it's hard to explain it to them and you have to explain what sleep paralysis is yeah. what happens when you're in that sort of state it's like it's really it's not worth it because they don't understand and it's yeah. just like you're wasting all of that explanation trying to make them understand I, I think a friend of mine she used to like still experiences yeah. sleep paralysis quite a lot and again it's explaining it is it is yeah. quite difficult um so that uh, sorry what was that book called again paralysis paralysis and is yeah. that what you're currently reading or um no but that was my favorite book in january of 2022 awesome uh so what are you currently reading then uh a book from the raw series called a psychotic obsession wow and um is there a, i'm sensing a theme here uh is that very similar that's, that's more that's more of both romance and mystery it's it's um, quite interesting, but I've only recently started the book, I think maybe on Saturday morning. So I haven't, I'm piecing it together still. It does take a while to understand, but that just makes the book 10 times more interesting. Wow. Um, now, obviously you're in my class mm-hmm. and one thing I hear all the time and you've probably heard it yourself is, uh, so why do we have to read? What's the point? I don't want to. I totally empathize with my students who don't want to read because they don't see the value in it. I'm completely the same. If I don't see the value in something, I'm completely put off. Um, So how have you benefited from reading more? And do you think it has any real benefits outside of the classroom? Uh, Yeah. um, Yes, I do. It's not only become my favorite hobby over the years, but it has expanded my vocabulary. It reduced stress and it like cured my boredom, like because uh during I started reading during 2020 early lockdown so it really did help me and I think that was one of the best decisions I've made wow um so you just said it cured your boredom but other students will argue other people will argue that they find it boring so what would your response to to that person be I think it's just you haven't found the right like genre or like book or like you haven't found the right one for you um and and at first I used to I was the exact same like I hated reading I think I'd only ever picked up one book in my entire life and that was like a chip and what was it Biff and Chip Biff and Chip (laughs) um that was the only book I'd ever Mm. picked up and after that I just never like read anything ever again unless I was told I had to and I found it really like just the thought of reading bored me and it was like really like I don't understand how like I got here because now it's like my favorite thing to do yeah. I would rather read a book than talk to my friends and that's how like thing it is well if you've not read for so long then it's only natural that you're not going to enjoy it because you don't get what's going on yeah. you don't understand the context of things you think it's so far removed from your own life you think what's the point yeah again um, one thing I'd like to add is that in our borough in our area, Alrighty. probably 20% of people don't have a a reading level. Um, we call it functional literacy. They don't have a reading level enough to kind of do their day-to-day chores. And I, so that's really scary, isn't yeah, it? Imagine it is. 20% of people can't do that. And I think as a teacher, obviously, we worry because we don't want our students to be in that situation where they think it's too late now. I've, yeah. I've gone too far without reading and now it's too late. So it's not just about reading for the sake of reading yeah it isn't 
Um, again, I think you just need to find the right books that really do interest you. And it could be anything. There's a lot of books out there. And as long as you try, I think you'll you'll get somewhere and you will actually enjoy reading. It is actually enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a serious question now. And it's serious because lots of people genuinely want an answer. Uh, why are so many young people put off reading and what can we genuinely do to get people like yourself back on track? Because it's amazing to see someone like yourself who's maybe not read for a long time suddenly kind of find it. What clicked for you? Um, I think like when I did start reading, um, like I understand where those kids are coming from, not mm. wanting to read. Because when I did start reading, I didn't tell my parents I had actually started, or like anyone, I don't tell anyone, I had started reading for like the first eight months because I was embarrassed people would think of me as a nerd. Mm. And it like it also made me nervous to like do this podcast as well because it was just like, I don't want people to think of me in that way. Because I know like so many people are so judgy about so many things that I think kids are put off because of that. I don't think they actually hate reading. I don't think anybody hates reading. You mm. read every single day. It doesn't matter what you're reading. But like, I think that because everyone cares what everyone else thinks, um, it really affects like that. And I was the same too. Yeah, it's, it's the stigma, isn't it? It's, yeah. the, it's that label attached to reading, which is negative. And I guess the challenge is to turn that into something that's positive. One thing I really don't understand is um, a lot of our... Uh, students who maybe aspire to, I don't know, maybe be YouTubers or coders, or um, they'll have their role models who are these extremely successful people. Um, maybe those individuals maybe need to do more to explain and express the benefits of reading, because I don't think there's one successful person out there who does not read in some capacity. It's inevitable. You have to, right? No matter yeah. where you go. I don't just mean fiction. It could be anything, but... Yeah. You might be getting inspiration from someone's biography or it might be, um, I don't know, uh, it might be instructions or directions yeah. that you need to read. I think it's readings. You can't run away from it. Absolutely. I think that's 100% correct. Everyone just needs to grow up and just start, just, just read. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it. And I get like, I genuinely do get where they're coming from. It took me a very hard time to crack that shell hmm. because it was like, it wasn't easy for me, but now that I realize how easy it is, it's just like, who cares what anyone else thinks? Just do it. You're going to need it anyways. Like for everything, if you want to become a baker, you need to read instructions. Yeah. If you need, if you want to, be, if you want to work at McDonald's, you need to learn how to read the menu. It's, Absolutely. It people is don't. what it is. <laughs> people, you know? can't, people can't get their head around that. Um, uh, I, I 100%, 100% agree. But I think also um, just on the back of that, I think it's also important to surround yourselves with the right kinds yeah. of people. Um, because if you share your, you know, like paralysis with a friend of yours yeah. and they're all, all of a sudden engaged, intrigued, yeah. engrossed by what you're telling them, that's going to only um, kind of make, increase your enthusiasm, make you even more into into reading. Whereas if you've got that friend who's like, such a nerd. Yeah. So, so how how important it is to surround yourself with the right people. And from your point of view as a teenager, how easy it is to do that, especially if you've got friends who are maybe not so much inclined towards that? Honestly, I don't think it's very easy to surround yourself with the right people. I think it's a very hard thing to do. It's something that I'm still trying to do. It's something that I've been trying to do for a very long time and it doesn't work sometimes. 
but sometimes you just have to come to the reality of the fact that there are things you need and there are things you don't need mm. and friends who don't support you in every single decision you make you don't need them and it's it is what it is and it's the same with reading as well so sure i think that's a that's the very logical and mature approach which can be really difficult yeah to do as a young yeah. as a young person i completely appreciate that um so what about um your reading habits then uh, because even as a teacher um people expect me as an english teacher to be reading all the time but i know that that's not always the case unless i'm really strict with myself um would you care to kind of elaborate on your habits and what you do to make it easier for you to get through a book or honestly um i'm in high school so it's a lot easier for me to for my reading to become an actual habit mm. and a hobby than it would be for somebody else just because they would have more things to do yeah. like they would like they would have this so they would have this and to be fair I just have school and then I go home and I'm at home for the rest of the day mm. unless I'm leaving the house to go somewhere but anytime I do I actually do take my I take my phone with me and my books are all on my phone so it it just like it makes sense for that to become like such an such a obsession and such a habit so quickly mm. and because i feel like because i started in lockdown it was so easy for reading to become so interesting because it was like something was happening something is like this is interesting this is good like at least i'm waking up and it feels like i'm doing something it was yeah so i think that was it so is there a particular time of day that you read or is it just or do you have a certain quarter do you have a certain amount that you must you feel like you need to read or you just as and when you feel like it um no i try and do it for as long as i can every single day but 30 minutes i think 5 minutes would be okay as well yeah i could i agree 30 minutes i like to do because, you give yourself 30 yeah, minutes because every book i read I find it interesting. Mm. So 30 minutes is a good amount of time for me. Yeah, to get into it. Yeah, plus I have a terrible sleep schedule so that is very easy for me to accomplish. Cuz I think one thing I tell uh, everyone who asks about reading is yeah, like you said 5 minutes, even 3 minutes. It's about building that habit. If you yeah. make it a priority in your life to make sure I can't go to bed until I've read a few lines or whatever, that's the best way to kind of Yeah. make that part of your daily routine. Yeah, but again, I feel like when trust me when you find something interesting to read that you like you will want to read it, it yeah. and it'll be even longer like throughout the day and i don't i don't think you can impress that enough upon people like once yeah. un- until they find that they won't they won't yeah. quite believe what you're talking about until they Just find it look. but the, the the on the flip side if people hate reading and they continue with that mindset sometimes i guess it can be too late not in the yeah. sense that there's it's never too late to improve but it, it becomes difficult doesn't it if they've left school if they've left school and they have a reading age of 12 for example yeah, regret. i can understand how someone like that might be like it's yeah. done i finished i can't really i don't want to pick up a young teenage novel now i'm 19 20 i don't want to be reading a young it can yeah. be yeah it can be and, and to get over that embarrassment and yeah. something that's actually should be at their reading level they yeah. find that so difficult that it's like i'm giving up it's, they it's feel terrible. like it's too late it yeah. is it is in that in that respect i guess it becomes 10 times more difficult yeah. to get that support from like-minded people whose level might already be like yeah. you said it's about the embarrassment isn't it um okay i won't keep you too much longer um have you ever read anything you feel changed your life and that will be my final question um i don't think i've ever come across a book that has ever changed my life just yet but 
when I do find something that changes my perspective, I will hold on to it dearly forever. I can't wait to find that book. I, I know. I, I hope you find it too. I think for myself, um, there's one book. I've read many where I thought, wow, because yeah. I, I'm kind of more drawn towards um, uh, mysteries, but also ones that have like quite a lot of philosophy in it to yeah. get me thinking about life, etc. The one book I can say de- I definitely changed my life would be the autobiography of Malcolm X. If you ever get a chance to read it, yeah, honestly, um, just um, so many parallels with our lives today in terms of the prejudices that he faced, the discrimination that he faced. I feel like I can relate to it a lot, especially like, through my time at high school mm-hmm. um, and so forth. Um, and also just the way he over, overcame yeah. those challenges. And even in terms of reading, like he never he couldn't read for the longest time until he actually went into prison and um, no, kind of actually, yeah, yeah turned that into a you know into like a vocation and started yeah. learning and he literally started reading the dictionary. That's how he started and just how he overcame those challenges was just um, uh, just inspiring. And every time I think about him and the struggles that he endured, uh, honestly, it's um, uh, it's something that kind of takes my breath away every single time. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Halima, so much for joining me and sharing your experiences. I'm I'm so sincere when I say that it, it actually inspired me um, uh, to kind of pick up where I left off my last book. Um, and I, I hope that it equally inspires your classmates and the, uh, everybody who listens to this podcast. Okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me.